Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Joshua Suliruka here, your host of the Impact Podcast Show. Now, before I introduce our next special guest on the Impact Podcast Show, I just want to state two things quickly. So the first thing I want to do is I would like to say thank you. I want to say thank you to those who are uh, who are listening to this episode either through Spotify or Apple Podcasts. But I also want to say thank you to those out there who are watching this podcast through our YouTube channel. And if you are watching this uh, video on our YouTube um, channel or on YouTube right now, please make sure you guys like this video if you have received some value. And if you guys got any questions or any thoughts or any ideas that you would love to share, please put it in the comments down below. And most importantly, guys, make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click on that bell button for the latest updates on our next video. So that's the first thing that I wanted to state. And the second thing I do want to state is I would love to state our mission and our mission is simple. Our mission is to focus on impacting the one. So if you've been impacted by this podcast, I encourage you to share this to someone else that can benefit from this. Because just remember, it only takes one person to change someone's life and that could possibly be you and that would be cool. So guys, now that all that shenanigans done, we can get straight into the nitty gritty side of the podcast show. And and guys, I want to um, I want to introduce our next special guest on the Impact Podcast Show. And I want to share a bit about the why behind the what. You know, the reason why I wanted to get it on here. Now, she's she's probably going to kill me for this, but I'm just going to say anyways. <laughs> but the thing I love about this this um, woman on the other side is that um I, I remember like at church um i because like yeah, we do actually go to the same church and um you know the cool thing about her is that this i'm gonna say this woman right here she is very humble and she'll probably kill me for it she'll be like shut up <laughs> she'll be like stop it but honestly like she's she's the type where like when she gets praises like she she'll just say yeah like you know praise god like she'll be like yeah that's all cool like like but the thing is like i can't you know i can't thank her enough for a lot of things that she has taught me. She's given me some little nuggets that I've actually used um, to actually start my podcast. And she actually doesn't know that. And I wasn't going to tell her before. I'm going to tell her right now while it's recording. But I'm going to be real with you, man. Like, I've never seen a person who's worked like as hard in the content creation scene and wait, like whilst doing that and also being humble at the same time as this person on the other side. She's probably being like, can you stop it now? <laughs> But guys, she's she currently serves at a at a home church, which is our home church, as a content creator. And but most importantly, my goal for tonight is that I want I want people to know who she is before what she does. Because at the end of the day, we all have a story behind what we do. And that is what I want to uh, open up uh, out of her for tonight. And so I know that she has a really blissful and like massive story that I believe that will help you guys out in terms of um, impacting the one. And so guys, I would like to uh, welcome to the Impact Podcast Show, Kelly McClintock. Hello, sister. Yeah, what's up, bro? So good. <laughs> I feel like I could start my own business, take over the world with that intro. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I get man, a soundtrack I... behind that happening too. Like that's massive hype up. Yeah, you know what I need to do next Honor. time? I need to get those sound, those sound effects. I mean, yeah. that sound effects, you know, where you press the button and yeah. sort of things like that. Yeah, I should I should get that next time. <laughs> my my theme song, I've got a request, is um, People Every Day. When Next time I intro me, just get that. Let me use it. Whoa. Whoa. So, uh, yeah. Honestly, People Every I'm, Day, bro, that's my theme gonna I'm going to search that and, like, we're, we're going to put that on. <laughs> hey, special request from the – Hey, this is what happens when you're, when you're a special guest on the Impact Podcast Show, right? 
Let me hear you say, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but sis i just want to say honestly thank you for taking up the time to jump on i already know that you're you're a busy woman like you're, you're doing a lot of things in your life and so i want to say firstly thank you so much for joining and Pleasure. taking out your time oh no no so keen love what you do dude and it's a uh, yeah it's funny like you don't think that you have much to offer but it's i guess you saw something in me so Let's try and dig it out. Yep, that's us. Awesome. That is us. So uh, we're going to get straight into it. And I guess the first question I want to ask you, sis, is, you know, there are people out there listening to this, especially in the Impact family uh, or the Impact community uh, that are listening to this and they, they may not know you, but I know that there are people out there who are going to be listening to this, like your friends or your family or the people that, that love you. Um, they're going to be listening to this. And so I guess my question to you is, like, could you, is there any chance that you could possibly share a bit about who you are? Yeah, of course. So I guess day one, born in New Zealand in Hamilton. And then probably when I was two or three or something, my parents moved back over to country New South Wales in a little town called Kudamandra. 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 Um, most people don't know it, but if you do, it may be because you've caught the train to Melbourne and it's halfway between Sydney and Melbourne, um, <laughs> or you're a critic, uh, no cricket fanatic and you know, Donald Bradman who was born there <laughs> and the town milks it for all it's worth. Don Bradman, Kudamandra. He's a famous cricketer. If you didn't know who he was. Yeah. And so grew up in Kudamandra, did my whole schooling life there. Um, had a lot of fun in, uh, it's funny to say the bush, but it wasn't really the bush. It felt like the bush in the outback. It's not really the outback. Yeah. Growing up in country, small country town. So you just find things to do outside. Super, super, super keen on always being outside and running around in the streets and whatever else. Cause there's not much else to do in Kudamandra. <laughs> um, high school was in a drama performing arts, it's called KDS Kids. That's Kudamandra Amateur Dramatic Arts Society. It's like the town's kind of little community outreach thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, so did that for my whole high school life. And then after high school, I went back to New Zealand for the year. And um, also, I did university degree in Charles Sturt University in Wagga and I did animation and visual effects for three yep. years. And then a lot of, like, just events happened in terms of opportunity and then I found myself working at a church called King's Christian Church, mm -hmm. which is now Inspired Church Wagga, which is how I ended up to live in Sydney, where I am now, working for the church as well, and doing all things creative there and whatever else. And I love to go out into the outdoors and I love watching movies and I love Tori Kelly and <laughs> I love dabbling in things that I'm not that good at but I can have fun with, e.g. like playing instruments and guitar or whatever and the odd tune here and there. Yeah. And that's pretty much in a nutshell, the life of Kelly. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. 
that that is actually honestly like when I was just listening to what you were saying, I was like, yeah, that is pretty much the life of Kelly. Like, <laughs> like it's it's like people might be like, oh, that's a bit boring, or that's a bit just basic. I was like, no, that is literally. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, either way, like for those that are out there that are listening, it's like we actually are going to get like a little bit more deeper into the the nitty gritty side of um Kelly, yeah. and like you guys are able to to learn a lot more about you know who she is because the thing that we do on the impact podcast show is we love to like focus on um you know allowing the special guests to show a bit uh, a bit about who they are because i think in this obviously in society or in this world uh, that we live in it's always like digital based so only people see what they see yeah. so they're probably just looking at you especially like your followers now they're probably just like looking at you saying okay this is kelly like she does you know content creating and that's all i know about her but because right. I already know that for you, you don't have, you know, the, the, like the time to actually, but you know what, I'm going to share my story. Uh, so this is the platform that we love to use. We like to like utilize that as an, as an opportunity for people to be like, I want to, I want to know about Killian. And you could be like, yeah, just jump on the impact podcast show. Cause that's pretty much my whole story there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So like, you know, yeah. yeah. Like, so this is an opportunity where people get to, to know a bit more about you and, I want to say thank you for sharing, you know, thank you for sharing a bit about who you are. Um, and I guess uh, another question I wanted to ask you, just based on, you know, the way you introduced yourself and like, you know, things you've gone through, like how much of a difference would it have made if you, like, if you lived in the city? Because I know that you, you've been in the outback and you lived yeah. in Hamilton growing up and then you went into the outback. Like, would you say that life would have been different if you were living in the city? Ah, so so my experience of the city, like you have to, it's funny now because everything's at your fingertips and you can go wherever you want. Yes. Well, especially when you have a license, you can, um, I guess with Corona, you can't go wherever you want. But before that, like you can travel where you want, you can easily go between cities and explore and get an Airbnb and go with your mates, go here and there and see what you want. And it's really accessible. But I know, like, living in a small country town, um, there's, like, 6,000, 6 or 7,000 people there, and everybody knows everybody. Yeah, and, I realise that. Yes, it's, like, um, it, it's funny to say, but, like, Sydney was the biggest deal. To go to Sydney from Cootamundra, I guess you got to factor in the types of cars that we used to have like 20 years ago and also the roads that we had 20 years ago aren't the roads that we have like right now kind of thing and then so when we when my parents would take us and then we need to go to Sydney it was like the most like it was epic and it was exhausting too it was like gold Sydney it was it was like Sydney was this monster and there was it was an adventure and it was a whole new world really i'll tell you (laughs) it's so silly to say now because it's so accessible and so like bogan but maccas was the biggest treat in the world kind of thing (laughs) to go to maccas was to go to like Gordon Ramsay's like five star restaurant kind of thing. It was like, no way we get to go to Macca's. Like, because we didn't, ha- we don't have fast food restaurants yeah. where I came from. So anytime we went somewhere else, it was like, we get to have Macca's. Like, it was so special. And then now it's just like, just easy and accessible and everywhere. And they've dominated the 
fast food food chain kind of thing so it's so funny to think oh my gosh like I do remember when Maccas was a big deal which goes to show like how small my living was I guess like life in in the country town yeah um yeah so it was always a massive adventure and we'd be so exhausted and it would take forever to get to the city it was not four hours it felt like an eternity and then to get back as well and then I always growing up it's so funny never say that you're never gonna do something because it for me it's always been the thing that I end up doing yeah whether you like it or not (laughs) I always said ooh yuck like why would I ever want to like live in Sydney who would want to live in the city this is so there's too many people there's it's too busy everybody's on a whole different kind of like like they're just I don't know too much going on yeah and I don't like it I like simple living I like country town as much as there's not that much to do like I like having not living in the hustle and the bustle I guess yeah and then, so I'll, even even going through uni, I was like, oh, like, I do not want to live in Sydney. But then funny how you just take little steps or you meet people or um, you just change, your perspective changes. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm full-time living in Sydney and I never, <laughs> you told me, told me that I was going to live in Sydney when I was younger and I would have laughed in your face. <laughs> kind of thing. Because it's where I ended up. I was like, oh, are you serious? So I've learned not to like, not to say I'm never going to do anything because then I'm kind of like speaking life to it. <laughs> Usually, yeah, yeah. thing that I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, sit, yeah, I think, um, but for me, it was, it was gradual steps moving yeah. to the city. So it was, for me, it was Kudamandra to Wagga and it was a step up kind of thing. And then, um, a few years in Wagga doing uni and then the opportunity to work for um, work in Liverpool, work in Sydney came and um, I still had attachments and responsibilities that I had to um, do in Wagga. So I do you even remember, like I used to drive, I used to drive from Wagga to Sydney for like three and a half years like twice a week. So it was, and I, and I, was forget I, I forget that I used to do that. And then I think I'm, I'm flipping crazy. Like who does that? But in, at the time it was what I had to do and what I wanted to do as well. It wasn't forced on me and I could have stopped yeah. it whenever, but it was, um, yeah, I'd work in Wagga, um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, do church in Wagga on Sunday after the morning service, drive to Sydney, go to the PM service in Sydney and then work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday night, drive back to Wagga, work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, church in the morning on Sunday, drive to Wagga, church at night on Sunday night. And I did that for three years straight. When was that though? So that was like 2014, 15, 16, and then halfway through the year, 17, towards the end like 2018, that's when I fully moved up here. I've been up here for three years. Yeah, so about 2017, I moved up here halfway through the year. That is crazy. That, yeah. Honestly, like, I don't know if anyone's listening to that. Can you can you kind of, like, explain? Because, like, 
with with uh, Impact Family, like there are people like overseas. So yeah, you know, could you kind of like describe like what you're trying to say? Because I already know exactly uh, what course. you're saying, but yeah. could you kind of describe to the people out there listening yeah. on exactly no, like how family. big? I do. So Wagga is like four and a half hours away from Sydney, driving at a hundred Nah, I never went above 120, but I went a little bit faster than 110, which was the speed limit. Uh, Yeah, yeah, reasonable, whatever. Um, And so that's twice a week. But then one year had passed and I just wanted to do the math because I was like, this is a little bit crazy. I wonder how far I've actually driven. Anyway, so I looked up the... um, this the calculations of okay if I go twice a week that's um some number and then how many that's over like the course of the year kind of thing did the did the math and it was like 43 or 45 thousand kilometers or something 45 yeah anyway so I was like okay well so what is that is that like driving from one side of China to the other where is the biggest land like the landmass I think or maybe even from one side of the thing of Australia to the other and then I looked up you know from Perth to the top of Cape whatever it is I don't know Cairns or something yeah, yeah and it was only like it wasn't even that far I can't remember like what the math was and I was like okay so then, well, what is it from, like, one side of Europe to the other side of, like, like Russia, China, kind of, like, you know, that big landmass? Yeah. And, and it still wasn't even that far. And I was like, wait a minute. Okay, so what about, like, even across from um, one side of America to the other? And I think only that was, like, 10,000 kilometres if you drove that. I was like, okay. Google, what is the circumference of the earth? Yeah. <laughs> and it said like 40,000 like um, kilometers or something like that. I think we should probably check it out. Hey, Google. Nah, hey, Siri. <laughs> She's not listening to me. Um, it That's was like 43,000. Hold on. So you're okay. saying to me that like the, the amount of times that you've come, you know, back and forth is in calculation, like, oh, going yeah, around yeah, the yeah. world. Is that, is that what yeah. you're saying? Or? <laughs> so the circumference of, I was doing, I did 43,000 kilometres. Yep. And the circumference of the earth is 40,000 kilometres. <laughs> yeah. So I did more than the circumference of the earth in driving in one year. And I did that for three years. So. Oh, wow. That's pretty yeah. hardcore. Oh, my God. By myself as well. That <laughs> is crazy. I mean, I had company sometimes, yeah. Honestly, like so, I'm, I'm gonna give praise to you, sis, on that because <laughs> honestly, like for me, like I, I go to training, right? I go to training, and it's yeah. only like, like I'm gonna be the biggest sook here. Like it's only like 30, 40 minutes, right? And I'm chucking the biggest sook. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I have to drive to training. It's yeah. 40 minutes, and you got someone like you driving four hours up and down. Yeah. I'm like, okay, guys, like this is what you call uh, a, a, a humility check right now. I'm going through. <laughs> <laughs> no, fully. I I live like ten minutes away, and sometimes I'm like I can't be bothered to drive. And then I was like, just like reflect Remember, on your life, yeah. Kelly. What? Yeah, this is nothing. Anyway, um, I my life was so full of yeah. um 
just commitment with just extracurricular things that I was doing or hanging out with people and work in general and learning my new role and growing in that um, and serving in different, like I was in the creative media team and also serving in creative like music as well, like the worship team. So that was kind of um, consumed a lot of my life and, and um, yeah, just life is full anyway there's a lot of things to do so um people always trying to talk to me always needing something from me i guess or like i always had the next thing that i was having to do so as much as people say oh my gosh how boring was would that like four and a half hour drive be like what do you do i was like that was my moment and sometimes i'd even leave at like 10 p.m at night 11 p.m at night and get to wagga like in the early hours of the morning, but I didn't care. I loved it because it was like the moment where nobody could like talk Ooh, to me. On. I disconnected from my phone and just was, I listened to whatever sometimes like I would fully, Oh, hello. I'd fully You're do fine. like, um, <laughs> I would, um, I could sometimes do the whole trip completely silent and just be lost in my thoughts and then all of a sudden I was there and I was like oh dang I didn't even listen to like one song or listen to one podcast or anything I just was just like so much going through my mind or just reflecting or meditating or just yeah whatever and um I there's so many um it's it's funny how it happens but there were some really core um teachings that I happen to listen to as well and you know when you just never forget I've listened to so many messages or so many like self-help things whatever and they're all good in the in the moment but like you only like fully remember like those juicy ones yes like there's only a handful of those and then I have a lot of those um from my drive, like a lot of just nuggets that I listened to kind of thing. And also, so I grew in just being able to listen and listen to a, to a message or a preaching or whatever. Um, And I also learned how to, I already kind of knew how to sing, but I bettered my singing as well in there. Like I never knew how to do harmonies or anything like that. Um, and I, I said, Mom, how do you do harmonies? Because my mom sings as well. Your mom is like, the best. And your dad too. Yeah, they're the legends. They're the best. Um, oh, man. I was like, Mom, how do I do harmonies? How do you do it? And she's like, I don't. Like, you just have to kind of hear it. <laughs> yeah. You hear it and then you get it. I'm like, that's not helpful. How <laughs> do I do it? Like, teach me kind of thing. And then she's like, well, just listen. Just listen listen to the songs that you know but listen deeper than just the the melody and you'll hear people in the background and just sing along with them and then you'll learn and then you'll hear and then so over these years and now I can just I and it's funny because you're just going along with life but afterwards I was like if I didn't have those moments of just like just singing and listening and just having that moment to practice, even though yeah. I didn't realize I was practicing. It's just like, I don't know how I would have been able to do or hear 
how I hear now if I wasn't a beam for those drives kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was. So it changed that too. So I grew like spiritually and I guess physically. I guess you have determination too because sometimes you get really tired. So it's just like, like. <laughs> Honestly, that was going to be my next question though. Like yeah. my next question was going to be like, like there must have been days. There must yeah. have been days where you were like dead set dead. tired. Yeah, like there were some like, days that I was dead. Yeah. So yep. my question to you was, how were you able to manage your, like, what was your secret? Because I know everyone has their little secret way of, Not of like, staying awake, wheel. like, in, in the car. <laughs> like, I've got one, but I want you to share your one. <laughs> I think it would be, I think, <laughs> I did have to pull over. I think, <laughs> maybe I remember three, maybe three times that it was like, girl, you need to pull over. You just need to just take a moment. Yeah, I remember 100% three times. And then <laughs> I think the other times where I was just committed to, I was so focused of staying awake that it helped me stay awake. I was like, I'm not going to fall asleep. Like I need to get home. I need to get to Sydney. Like, come on, just pull yourself together. And then that kind of mental drive just kept me awake kind of thing. Or I'd put the windows down and it would be in the middle of winter and it'd keep me cold. (laughs) Yeah, Don't get too warm and comfortable. So I'd be like, sometimes if I was just determined, I was like, I just want to get there kind Mm. of thing. You don't have too long to go. Just keep going. I just put the windows down and that would kind of like blast of fresh cold air kind of thing just yeah that's my secrets <laughs> they're not yeah right, she said my them. one she said my one what is it <laughs> the window the windows yeah, yeah putting so for me like putting the windows down yeah. is like by far like by far like the secret source to to the way of me staying awake yeah in the car i'm like really dead set tired and i need like that extra boost I'm putting yeah. not just one window, I'm putting all the windows down <laughs> and just yeah. yelling and just saying, you're going home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, 100%. I do that oh. too. Or I'd sing louder. You put the, yes. the pick yeah. up or yep. pick a track that was like banger and put the windows down and like, just, oh, I yeah. feel fresh now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. As, yeah. <laughs> but I do, I don't miss the drive and I'm very grateful to be in one spot. Yeah. But I, um, I really do value those moments and I'm grateful that I got to have them and oh, that yeah. I did, whether I knew it or not, was an opportunity to grow and not just waste the time. Because, I mean, you can. You can just drive and not use that opportunity and that's four hours kind of wasted. Or you can um, use that opportunity to refresh yourself, which I did, or take a moment to just breathe and relax and I know listen to somebody else inspire you yeah pretty good no honestly like I'm so grateful that you're sharing this because I need it (laughs) I needed to hear that especially knowing that like you know for me when I'm driving like an hour odd you know it's only been an hour and I'm driving I'm like man it took so long. And you got people like yourself doing like four or five of drives yeah. like on the, on, on the constant basis, like for like over three yeah. years. And then, you know what, like, I think I'm going to give you massive praises for that because you, like you mentioned at the start that it wasn't something that you, 
like you were like that you were forced to do like it wasn't an obligation it's something that you had chosen yeah you ended up making the choice. choice yeah it was a choice I that paid you had for my own too. yeah legit see so <laughs> <You get reinvested laughs> it. Yeah. and obviously that like for me awesome. like that's that's the thing i love about people like yourself who is always constantly focusing on okay like i can tell straight away it was all based on passion and it was like you know you had that passion and belief that like it's more than just um it's more than just a you know a thing that i love it's like there's actually like a bigger purpose behind it. And we're going to get into that. We're actually going to get into more about the, the purpose behind, you know, why you do what you do. But I guess yeah. before we figure out why you do what you do, we need to first figure out who you really are. <laughs> you know, just like, <laughs> like, like get people to really understand who you really are. And like, this is the platform that we get to do it. And especially yeah. knowing that like we're already halfway, uh, halfway into the podcast. I want to get deep. I want to get deep into you, sis. Like, and the, the whole purpose is just to get your story out there. Cause I know already right now that there is someone listening to this being like, I'm already impacted and I want more. So yeah. we're going to get the, like, we're actually going to go into get straight into it. Um, you know, we, we may bring a bit of that, um, you know, the, the, the traveling that may come in later on. If you guys are listening, being like, Oh, I want to know more about that. You never know. She may, she may just share that. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to get straight into it. We're, we're going to get a bit deeper. You know, one thing I believe in is before the glory, there is always a story. And I believe that Kelly does have a story that she's going to be able to share and it's going to impact. And honestly, she's, she's not going to see it. Like we are talking about this beforehand. <laughs> she was like questioning me, like, I don't know if I have one, but that's my, my, this is the, this is the reason why I do what I do is because I get to help her discover that. Cause you never yeah. know. She might yeah. be like, Oh my gosh, I actually did not know that. <laughs> so we're going to go on a journey. You know, that's the thing I love doing is going on a journey with people. And so we're going to go on a journey into knowing a bit more about Kelly. And so my first question to you, sis, in terms of, you know, really getting to understand your story is, could you kind of share a bit about your upbringing, like about how it was for you growing up, like in terms of like your family? Yeah. Well, I am extremely blessed to be a part of a family that my parents are both Christian, um, raised me in with Christian values. My grandparents on both sides are still alive and thriving and serving the Lord as well. Um, and my aunties and uncles all were, I'm just surrounded by Christian Christians. Yeah. yeah my, my parents raised us. I have two sisters. One, I'm one of three, um, in the middle and that might explain a lot or it might not explain anything. <laughs> Depends on what you believe about the middle child. Um, but raised, um, my parents putting in the values that we had. But as I said, like growing up in a Christian house, but growing up in a, in a town that's so small, um, if I can put it this way, I was the only Christian in my whole year. And I probably would like, when you look back on it, I wasn't even a Christian. Like I wasn't actively living out that kind of lifestyle. A hundred percent, no way. hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And and so growing up with them, um, everybody knew, would know my parents. We owned a coffee shop, we being my parents owned a coffee shop, um, an art gallery, and it was extremely prominent in the community. So we all, and we were involved in all the community kind of events and stuff like that. So Everybody knew my parents, everybody knew my family, um, were, you know, well-known in the community and respected as well, which is really nice, I guess. And um, 
have a really good reputation for um, just our faith and being normal, nice people and involved in the community as well yeah. and having a nice coffee shop that people would come to and they would be like, there's something different about this place. It's just like home. And the thing about a country town too is that businesses don't last that long and mm. like, and that's a miracle in itself that we got to have the shop for like 14 years um, because, yeah, small businesses in small towns, they don't usually last that long. So that was yeah. really kind of favour. Anyway, all that to say, um, my whole year, all my friends, they knew that I was a Christian. They knew that I came from Christian family. And um, so that kind of was on me as well. Yeah. And then so through high school, um, I remember that there was this one if anybody was religious, there was one girl and she was Jehovah's Witness and she just got like slammed. Yeah. So I was like, I do not want to be in that. Like that is just, I can't, nope, I don't want that attention. Like people are savage. Yeah. Just teasing you. And it's so funny because like the values of Christian people are good. So like why do people tease you for being good? being respectable and having value on yourself and not kind of succumbing to peer pressure and stuff like that. Why do we care that people will tease us for having those strong values? It's just actually so bizarre. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so my, I didn't have a youth group, our church, my parents didn't force us to go to church. They never did. Mm. Um, They always invited us to come, but they just knew that, um, it wasn't that fun. Like it was boring. Really. Yeah. It was a, like a old Baptist church and nobody, just a bunch of old people kind of went. And um, yeah, so they just knew that we weren't interested and they didn't want us to have a tainted um, perspective of what church is. And they didn't yeah. want to force us to do it, but they would still invite us. Hey, like, I'd love it if you came to church. No. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. if you want to come, we're going kind of thing. But then they just, um, I guess, were doing the whole, yeah, as I look back on it, it's like church at home. So it's yeah. not just you have to go to the building to see that we're a Christian. It's like, okay, well, as a parent and as a dad and as a mother, I'm going to outlive the way that I want my children to live and encourage them in that and just keep praying and God kind of, like, makes a way. I think, like... Now that I'm older and you kind of talk to your parents a bit about what life was like growing up and then because I I was like, oh, my gosh, I was a rat. And then to be be like, oh, man, I had some Facebook um, memories come up today and the language that was in there, I was like, who is this girl? Oh, no. Honestly, like just even you sharing that like made me think that like, some people just don't like when people see you now, right? And like, don't you just see the like the now Kelly? Yeah, it's like that's the thing. they look at you and be like, "Oh snap!" Like people yeah. don't realize how grateful they are to see the the new you because yeah. <laughs> the oh old you is a completely so different. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I was literally thinking that, and I'm just like. Oh, thank you, Lord, that the people that I know now didn't have to deal, or they didn't know me here. It were like when I was before and they know me for who I am now. Yeah. I mean, 
like I still am the same me. It's just some of my decisions are a bit, I don't know, better, way better. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still, I'm still yeah. the, it's funny, I'm still the same person and I wouldn't say that I've changed. It's just like your choices change, I guess. Like the still the core of my fun, crazy, bubbly personality is still there that I've always had. It's just try to make it nicer and a little bit more with purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and respectable, I guess. Whatever. Um but yeah, growing up and I really tried subconsciously and consciously I guess there were some moments where I was just like I'll show you that I'm not that Christian girl that you keep saying that I am kind of thing so it was um a lot of battles between identity with just um yeah just identifying as a Christian and and it's crazy because I didn't want to be mocked or I didn't want the attention to be on me negatively But I still, it's so crazy. Like as much as like you make silly decisions, God's hand is still on your life and he still saved me from, like I did make bad decisions, but he saved me from making really, really bad decisions that like you regret later. And, um, and even if I was, so if I'd be, um, at a party or drinking underage and I found myself, like, you know, just with your thoughts or you just go to the bathroom even and I'm sitting there, I'm like, God, help me out of this situation kind of thing. Like, what am I doing with my life? And I'm only like, I'm 16, I'm drinking and I shouldn't be. There's nothing else to do and I'm getting influenced bad. But I still had the knowing that God was with me all the time and he was going to help me in these situations. And it's like, oh, I've got myself in this I need help to get out. Help me get out. Help me get out. And he was always like, I always had him with me kind of thing. And he was always helping me, even though I tried to like deny who he was kind of thing. He was just relentless with just being there, regardless of whether I kind of like said yes or no to some things. Um, And then, yeah, like you just can't shake the truth. Really, I just couldn't get away from it. I couldn't get away from knowing that God was actually like a real thing and he actually like kind of cared for me. As much yeah. as I had a gutter mouth and as much as I overdrank a lot and just probably could have treated people a lot better, um, yeah, like he he was always, there's always like a element of grace and mm. kind of, yeah, grace. Even though I was still, it was like it's like the prodigal son. Yeah. But I was still there, and I was staying there. But he was still welcoming me home and helping me in that kind of thing, yeah. and just like protecting me. Yeah. And then um, I guess um, there was one event where I. It's funny how some a bad situation can get turned for good. And as much as this situation freaking sucked and I wish because it was embarrassing and shameful and I regret it, it's like um, 
you kind of like grateful for that because at least it stopped there it didn't yep. go any further yep. or i've stopped i my eyes were opened oh my gosh i made a big <laughs> a big boo-boo but <laughs> i'm gonna like i've learned from it and yeah. i'm glad that it happened and it was so abrupt because if it hadn't where would i be now because i didn't have that big 100%. stop sign kind of thing yeah. So I guess like the the thing that happened was, and it's it's the same old like story that everybody has. I was yeah. out and I was um, drinking too much, so much that almost had to get my stomach pumped. And um, I guess like I was out and I was with my sister as well. Um, we'd gone to a party together, and I thought that I could drink more than I actually could being underage and everything. Um, And I drank too much and I was at a party throwing up everywhere. I like, I don't even remember this happening really. And um, the, I woke up the next day, I guess. And, um, Oh no, like I'm at home, I'm in different clothes and my mum's here. What the oh, heck happened? No. Kind of thing. And then so like I literally don't even don't remember anything, but I was in the um in the bushes throwing up. My sister was there and her friend and her now husband um were the ones helping me and then they try walk me home but I'm just, I'm gone. I'm blacked out. It's like a mess from all ends everywhere. It was like, well, I don't remember it, but you know, they do. They do. And they said it was very messy and, and dangerous. And I guess scary too, because I wasn't there in, in my yeah. mind. Um, like you weren't conscious. Yeah. I was just yeah, not well. even like, well, I don't totally blacked out anyway so get home and they're like we go to the hospital or do we just take it to a friend's house and it's just like oh we got to take it home kind of thing and then so my parents see me in this state and clean me up and just have to stay at the side of my bed making sure I don't choke on my own tongue or anything like that calling up the do we need to bring her in get her stomach pumped or whatever but just just water and time I guess anyway so we wake up and that's the journey of losing um losing the trust with my parents so I was like I think I was in year 10 yeah at this stage or 11 I can't remember I think I was in year 10 and um yeah so that was like and then the town hears about it too and people talk about it at school because it's very small it's it's small man yeah everyone knows you can't run away everyone's gonna know yeah well yeah so it's um i had to yeah mend the relationship with my parents like the trust they still love me but they just i had to regain the trust and that was a journey as well and then um kind of just blocked it out from my memory for the next like 10 years and yeah. thought it was just I'm just like okay well if I don't think about it that never happened I've learned from it and one of the things that I remember my sister saying or my mom saying I think it was my sister she's just like um maybe as much as she was there with me um she's like just 
take a look around to see the friends who stayed. Yeah. And there was nobody there except my sister and her friends and her husband. Now, her now husband, her boyfriend at the time. Anyway, so I reevaluated my friends as well. And I learned my limits on drinking. I still go out for the social drink and whatever else after, like, after a long time, kind of yeah. slowly back in new new friend circle and stuff. So, I mean, I still you still keep in contact with those friends, but it's just yeah, there's a bit more of a distance kind of thing, yep. I guess. Anyway, um, yeah. So I yeah, kind of a sh- oh, I can't believe that happened. Kind of a sh- yeah. shame thing. Oh, I wish that didn't happen. Why did that have to happen? Ugh, like that's just so embarrassing and like. Oh, really? Why'd you do that? Why did that have to happen? But as I said, like, I'm grateful that it did because it was a hard halt. Yeah. And if that didn't happen, I, who knows? I'd still be at the party, still with the same friends, still making dumb decisions kind of thing. Just changed. It was a rapid change of trajectory, really, in my life. Yeah. Um, and then, so that, in, that was the growth in the moment. Um, and then... The the thing that I learned last year, I was sitting down with my sister and she got married to this this boyfriend, right? And I'd had this journey of like, I like literally I've just blacked out that time of my life and just forget that it happened and move on with life. It's part mm-hmm. of my book. It's part of my story, but I don't have to talk about it and I don't have yep. to tell it kind of thing. It's just like. If you know, you know, and if you don't know, you're never going to know because I'm not going to yeah. talk about it because yeah. <laughs> I'd prefer not to remember yeah. it, right? Anyway, so um, I was hanging out with my sister and then I asked her, well, she lives in Coffs Harbour at the moment, and I and, and she's none the wiser. She hasn't heard me say this, but um, I asked her, oh, how did you know that, like, what made you marry um, your husband, What Adam? And then... She's like, oh, well, I don't, I don't know. Like, you, you don't know. He's nice and he was a good guy and whatever. There was a point where I was a little bit like, oh, I want to break up with him, but I'm too nice. I don't know how to do it. I'll just put it off a little bit kind of thing just because it oh, was just no. kind of like stagnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't, you know, nothing really interesting's happened or he's just pretty, you know, same, same. We're just doing go to the parties, watch a movie, I don't know, hang out, bit same same. Anyway, um, but then she said, but there was that night, if you remember, Kelly, when you were blind and we had to look after you. Um, in that moment, Adam was the one that was helping you and he wasn't afraid of the mess and he wasn't turned off or he wow. was he was there. And he was um, acting really mature and helping and, like, she just saw a whole new side of him kind of thing. Yeah. And, and and that's the beauty of struggles is that you, you get to see a side of people that nobody else gets to see. And if there's mm-hmm. no struggles, there's no character. Developed. You, don't, you yeah. don't see the character. You don't get to experience this moment with them because all you're doing is just being happy all the time yeah so in in struggles you you grow more intimate with one another um 
whether it be with God or with like, you know, your boyfriend or your family members or your loved ones and whatever. Anyway, so she'd said in that moment, she's like, I just saw a whole nother side of him. And that was one of the like, tick done. Like I can marry this guy kind of like, this is legit. Um, and then fast forward 10, no, she's got two kids now and so I've got two little nephews and they are the cutest things and, um, and they're a blessing and they will be a blessing. And I get to have these, like I get to love these two little boys who knows if there's more to come or who, Mm. whatever my other sister might have kids, but at the moment we've got these two and their miracles and their blessings and, and I wouldn't change it. But then um, to think a part of my, and, and that's the thing that God uses all things for good. And yeah. like 10, 10, more than 10 years later, I finally get to see, wow, even in my pit, like God was able to use my pit for my sister's journey and yeah. my sister's relationship with her husband. And fast forward 10 years later, I get like he's part of my family and I get two beautiful nephews. Like what if that trial didn't come and she didn't get to see that side of him and they never had got married and never had kids and all, all this kind of chain thing. And it's just like, Oh, okay. Like that just opened my eyes on a whole new level that God really uses all things for good and she didn't know she doesn't know how i feel about that night or anything wow you don't you don't um i just never wanted to talk about it really yeah 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 um so just her off the cuff sharing that story transformed my thinking and i um and it's like god uses all things for good so if it's not good yet god's not done yet really. So it was like, okay, well, he has turned that situation for good. So there was just, honestly, I could say there's like this weight lifted and it's like a release. Oh, okay. Finally it's resolved and it was used for good. And there's like now the, like the enemy in my heart doesn't have a foothold on that season of my life. Come on. um, Because like God's, made something good out of it and now I'm not afraid and I'm actually like excited, not excited, but like I'm not afraid to share it because like God has made a a blessing out of like a pigsty kind of thing. And, and it's, and it's crazy. It's taken 10 years. So it's 10 years of like mental, Oh my gosh. Like, can't believe I did that. You're like not worthy or like whatever. Yeah, um, but it turns out for good. So that's that's an encouragement that I still remember. It's okay. So if it's not if it's not good yet, God's not done yet. Yeah. So that's awesome. And that's um, I grew from that hundred <laughs> um, percent. I went to what was I? What was the question? Honestly, the question was to. No, no, the question was pretty much introduce yourself, like, you know, like just your upbringing. But honestly, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to pause it right here 
because I need to say this right now before I forget. Yeah. Just, I want to say thank you. Like, thank yeah. you so much for sharing. Like, it was, it was, it was quite, like, quite long. But yeah. the thing is, right, I, I'm so blessed. Honestly, I am so blessed that you shared that story because, like, I didn't even know that story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these are the stories, like, this is the reason why I always focus on stories. Like, share your story. Yeah. This yeah. is a platform for you to share your story because I already know right now there is someone listening to this right now or even, like, being a part of this podcast that is heavily being impacted, just saying. Mm. Mm. So I already know that there's other people out there listening and saying, oh, my gosh, like, I did not even know. Like, even, like, the people that that, that know you, they're like, what the heck? Yeah. As Kelly went through <laughs> that. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. so I want to say thank you for being transparent, like being open to just share your story because knowing that that was a 10-year, like, fight in terms of a battle that you were facing, yeah. like, even though, like, you've already conquered it, even though you mentioned that, you know, God's taking over it and and, and the enemy isn't prevent, like, yeah. he's been prevent, like, like, he's not actually um, controlling that over you. Like, it is so yeah. cool and it's so refreshing too, even just to share it. Like, I... I already know right now you're probably like, oh my gosh, I just shared that in front of people. Like, and, and that's the thing I love about doing podcasting during the season. Cause like if people like, if you're listening to this right now, this, um, this audio or this video that's being recorded, we're actually doing it through COVID. So yeah. there may be people right there, like listening to a story being like, like, Oh, like this is actually a really good encouragement. Like, you know, I can I actually feel very empowered. By, yeah. by this story and so i want to say thank you so much for sharing that like thank you so much for actually like even like getting into the finer details because that <laughs> was that was exactly the next scene that we're going to get onto which is sharing yeah. like you know the like the setbacks in life and funny enough i'm guessing that was a big setback day yeah it was a big setback and i guess like it um also yeah it kind of like creeps on your identity and, yeah. and your worthiness kind of thing and honestly I didn't even know what I wanted to do like after I finished school so all that was happening and still just kind of trying to find who I am and then like year 12 comes along and I still didn't even know what I wanted to do with my life yeah. <laughs> I had no idea and I wasn't like god what am I meant to do with my life he wasn't even in the picture he wasn't even like a th- like, like my parents followed God, but I, he wasn't just like, God, what's your purpose for my life? Like, show me the way kind of thing. It was yeah. none of that. It was just like, what am I going to do with my life? I have no idea. And then um, it was like six weeks to the end of like year 12 finishing. And I yeah. still hadn't done my art major. And then my mom said like, well, why don't you just, you know, you used to draw all these cartoons growing up. Like you should just, um, maybe turn those into an animation and I was like okay and then so I just like said okay to the her suggestion and um talking to my mum after she's like I don't know what happened but when you committed yourself to drawing this animation um this hand, hand traditional kind of like thing like a flick a switch flicked in you that we'd never seen before they tried to get me to do my homework they tried to get me to study they tried to get me to apply myself to anything but I just never would couldn't be bothered yeah. or just wasn't interested but when, when I started drawing and when I started to do animation everything changed and I was just working through the night and just wanting to draw and wanting to create and wanting to figure out how to like create this thing and then when that happened they're like 
hey, you do know that there's like an animation degree in Wagga? Like maybe you should apply for that. And yeah. then I was like, okay. And then so I did. So I handed in my animation and everybody was like blown away by it. At the time, like you watch it back now and you're like, oh my gosh. But then in that moment, you got to remember I knew nothing kind yep. of thing. And nobody ever had attempted that in my sphere before. Um, so I applied for early entry in the animation degree and I got in, which is then I took the, I deferred it and I took the year off to go to New Zealand and I don't know, grow mm. and expand and be like independent and just, I don't know, experience a bit more life. And then, so once I came back, that's when I got into animation, learning everything from scratch, learning the programs. And I still didn't even know what I wanted to do when I was in my third year yeah. afterwards. It's just like, are you going to go work here? Are you going to move to Sydney? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And I'm like, I have no idea what I want to do, but I know that I'm enjoying, I'm just going to be focused at doing this. So I'm just going to keep doing this. And then I don't know what's next. I've never yeah. had a plan. I've never had a plan. I've just had a, um, well, I'm enjoying and I'm getting really challenged by this. So I'll just keep doing this and then the next thing kind of just falls into place kind of thing. Yeah. And it was in my last year of university, so 2013, I started going to church as an adult and yep. um, started that whole journey. Um, I got invited to a small group and it was just my life totally like flipped around and my mind was blown when I met young adults that were my age that were a Christian because yeah. my whole remember my whole yes. upbringing has been nobody except for me with Christian parents kind of thing yeah, or like older, older even people. thinking of yeah or they're just parents going to church kind of thing so to have friends that were my age and were like on fire for God was just like what is this like this is just unreal like yeah. i've never experienced this before in my life even in new zealand i'd never wanted to go to church or anything and i still never met kind of christian people i was still hanging out with just everyday kind of people still really great people but just don't have that god um factor in their yeah. lives and then so that's when i started to meet like-minded people or people that were going to challenge me to be good and yeah. encourage me to be good and not encourage me to do bad and mock me when I am trying to be good, which is just so still so weird. Yeah. Um, which then turned into working for um, the church, which is in, Inspire Church now. And, and I still didn't know. Yeah. It was just temporary. And they're like, what are you going to do? My mom's like, what are you going to work for? Like, what's, you know, what's this degree going to take you in? And what's your kind of like, where is this going to go now kind of thing? And I still had no idea. I had no idea. But I was still happy just creating and making stuff and then started serving on the creative team for church. And it's just like, okay, well, I'm the admin person, but I'm actually studying and I studied this. If you want me to make some stuff, like I'll make some stuff for you because I'm just sitting here like stapling things. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I can maybe do something else when I'm not stapling. Yeah. So that's literally it just kind of like snowballed into um, just content creating 
turning into like what my life is and I am still like exploring like who knows what God's plan is for me because I still don't know I always remember people saying what's your dreams like what's your passion what's your goal and I'm like oh my gosh I don't know stop (laughs) asking me what my dreams are because I don't have any I don't know I'm just happy like I think like it's crazy that you're kind of like living the dream that I didn't know that I had. Yeah. I think just like creating content to inspire people or to make so, so like if I didn't have to get paid for anything, that's probably how I would prefer to live. Like even if somebody's like, Hey, can you just do this job for me? I need some photos of myself for like um, somebody's, going to go work for Disney and, um, or Universal Studios in um, Singapore. I need some headshots. Like, I'll pay you. Like, let me. And I'm like, no, please let me take your photo so you can, like, apply for your dream kind of, like, this crazy opportunity to work in the studios and stuff. And then when they get the role, they're like, thank you, photos. Like, I think that was the thing that tipped people over the edge because I got to, like, you know, portray, portray myself better than just like an iPhone photo kind of thing. It looked yeah. professional, it looked legit, and I came across like mint kind of thing. So it's like, oh, it's my honour to help and use my skills. And please, I mean, if you want to give me some money, that's great. But like, I'd prefer to do it like for free, just so I can yeah. bless you and like help you live your dream. Or how can yeah. I be a help to your dream or what God's called you to do kind of thing. So that's, that is like my dream is when I get to help people yeah. nail theirs. Yeah. That is and crazy. I, and that's, yeah. And I think like, I like hanging out with girls, taking them out on a photo shoot and it's just to fulfill my own desire to go and take some like rad photos but then at the same time, like, it's so cool to, like, take photos of girls and then have them feel so, like, gangster or, like, beautiful or, like, I've never, like, wow, you make me look so good. And I'm like, dude, you just look good anyway kind of thing. Like, this is who, like, I love making people feel good about themselves just because they are beautiful and they are worthy of, you know, to see themselves how they really are, I think. Mm. Yeah. So they're, mm. I guess they're my little dreams or little like what I live for really. Yeah. Yeah. You know what is so cool though? Like I'm just going to add on to that, but I'm going to do like yeah. a reverse psychology and I'm going to shift it. And I'm going to point it back to you because like, I'll never forget this, right? Like this is something like, I, I've only known Kelly for a couple of years, right? I didn't even know her story. <laughs> I didn't even know her story from before when she was in like, um, when like you know, in her bad days that people would say, um, oh, like, you know, yeah, yeah like living lavish. Um, <laughs> but like for me, like just knowing her for like, you know, roughly I think it's only been like three odd years um, that, that we're able to kind of establish that relationship. Um, yeah. There was a time I'm going to share to you guys a quick story, and I think it did, like this is going to help Kelly and even even people out there to know a bit more, right? So I will yeah. never forget this moment. So last year, right, I was given an opportunity. Now, just like just like Kelly, you know, I I had the the passion and the 
like let's say the willingness to to learn more in terms of content creating right and it's like for me like um you know long story short i ended up doing college i ended up doing bible college at inspire college which is you know yeah. it's it's the like so you have inspired church and then you have inspired college and like they're both combined and so i was i was a i was an intern and i was actually a youth intern so my my role was to focus on like young people and i was like in my second year i was doing diploma and i was doing i was um i was doing new people so i was focusing on you know, grabbing in new people, doing admin administration stuff and certain things like that. And then it came to a point at the end of the year where we had to do this video. Um, and I was given an opportunity to to do a project. Yeah, she already knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it was and it was yeah. actually so crazy because um when I when I started working on it, I honestly was dropping my nuts. Like I was so scared and I felt like so insecure. I felt like what the heck I can't do anything. And like I went into Kelly's office, right? I sat with her, and all she was just doing was just like pretty much edifying me, telling me like you do all right, like that's gangster. I'll give you all this stuff, and like legit, she was just filling me up. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. And then <laughs> I ended up, I ended up doing this project, right, which I didn't even know was that good until um, the time that it was launched. So yeah, under this project, it was like a. Um, like it was like a uh, like a graduation video that they wanted to do, but they wanted to make it like cinematic, yeah. or they wanted it to make it like emotional yeah. stuff like that. And it was it was so crazy because I didn't, I, I felt I felt so like blessed, but like scared at the same time that my principal had given me the honor to like to to carry it. Like he had actually yeah. put faith in me to carry that project. And then um, when I like it came to the like the night of our graduation. And they ended up watching the video and then like the whole thing, like they were watching like, cause I think it was like five snippets and like, I didn't realize how good it was until people were like looking at me saying like, Oh yeah. my gosh. And I seen people crying, you know, I seen people yeah, like man. getting all emotional and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like you would know. Yeah. And like, I remember like Kelly just coming to me and being like, that was all you, you know, that was all you. And for me, I'm just like, that wasn't me. Like that was us, like <laughs> we're helping us out. But I guess the biggest blessing that I had received from Kelly was the fact that like, she literally, like she says this, right. She says all these things, like she wants to bless people. Like obviously people say, you know, like talk is cheap, you know, you can talk about it, but I'm telling you guys right now, I've been impacted by her <laughs> does this. She actually does it. Like <laughs> I'm just putting emphasis on it to, to people to know that she is, that she will bless you. She will like do it for free. And that's what she was doing. Right. I know that yeah. there are guys out there that will be like, Oh, how about you just like, like invest into my course. And then like, you can see it on there, but you, you're just like, nah, I'll tell you like right now, like I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what to do. And funny enough, like the things that you taught me that like, you know, like during that season is what I still carry to this day. Like, oh, even like, you know, even like doing my own projects, like which I'm actually getting into like building in terms of my personal brand. Like I'm yeah. taking all these things that you've taught me and I'm like implement like like implementing it. Even like the little things that you told me about, like the boxes, like yeah. having those, yeah, like having like your 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 safe margins and like certain things yeah. like that. Like I'm I'm that so helps, grateful. Man. You know, I don't know. I'm like so grateful yeah. that you shared that because like I know that there's a lot of people being like like looking at you and being like, Oh my gosh, like I am so grateful to have Kelly because mm-hmm. you know even like you were sharing the story about, you know, like the, the girls that you go out with and you start taking like rad photos and, or even just videos and making them look good. It's like, yeah, it, it takes so much, it takes great humility to get to that point in life 
where you're like, no, you know what? I want to honor you um, and I want to serve you. Like, I want to bless you for the person that you are. And like, yeah. my question to you, right? This is the way I'm going to chuck it back at you. My question to you is like, what's the why behind it? Like, I understand that, you know, you want to bless people, but what's the real reason as to why you love to do that? Why I love to just bless people? Yeah, like freely, like, you know, like generously, like what, what's the why behind it? Yeah. I would say it's um, less stressful. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, I'm just doing this out of the love that, like that's that's the cost that's how much it costs is just the love that i have like there's no pressure there's no hidden agendas there's no expectations um and i don't know it's just nice when people like when you come away from somebody who um like when i walk away from this podcast i'm gonna feel like so like yeah like come on and that's just what you you kind of want from conversations with anybody any kind of person like you just remember and and you enjoy those conversations that you do have with people there's nothing worse than walking away from a conversation when you feel like devalued or Mm -hmm. they didn't hear what I had to say or anything it's just like okay so um I'm just gonna put value on people because I know that that's what I know is good and that's what I know that people actually care. I don't know. Like, and just being that piece of the puzzle to continue what God is already trying to teach somebody. Yep. It's like, you know, you can hear it heaps of times, but then if I'm just adding to the, oh, and, and you say that I'm beautiful and you say that I'm worthy and you say like that I'm unique in who I am and should be proud of that. Oh, okay. So like, okay, I've got more people saying this thing and then it kind of just helps, helps that way. So it's like, yeah, I could say that it's, I'm just adding to what God's already working on and and doing my bit to just keep valuing people. Because at, at the end of the day, I could make all of the pretty videos or all of the graphics or all of the nature things or all of the just textures and just the typography and stuff like that. But they're great too, not devaluing those, but um, there is so much value when the people that God just created find their value as well because, like, just for them to feel the love of God that they have been uniquely and fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. Um, I'm just, there is so much more value in those. So that's why I'll do portraits. That's why I'll take some girls out and it's just a hang too. It's just like, Hey, I missed you. And I'm also going to bring my camera and I'm also going to take photos of you, whether you like it or not. Yeah. I that you're amazing. And I just actually just want to hang out with you. It's really just, um, just being genuine and not trying to force anything. Cause like, yeah, when I take somebody out, it's just, I haven't seen you in ages and let's go adventure. And, and I just happen to have my camera along the journey with mm-hmm. us to capture whatever. And then usually they'll be like, Oh, like, wow, I actually look good. Like, this is crazy. You make me look so good. And I'm like, I haven't done anything kind of thing. You're just enjoying yourself. We're just having fun. I'm not putting any pressure on you to pose or be somebody who you're not. I'm just capturing you in the life and in the form that God's put. Yeah. It's all just kind of out of genuine 
the heart for people, I guess. In a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's so it. cool. Honestly, like like I was I was I was real curious about that. I was real curious to know yeah. like I wonder what is the reason why she does that? Like what's the purpose? And like, you know, something that I was thinking about and you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but just while listening to your story, because like I, I've heard you all, like I was fully attentive into your story, you know. <laughs> you were you were like at the age of sixteen, like being in a place of underage drinking and and you know, getting smashed and you know, coming to a point in your life where you actually wake up and you're conscious and you end up seeing your your mother and then you end up seeing yourself in different clothes and you realize yeah. that in terms of the trust and and the yeah, like the trust that you had with your parents, it started to obviously diminish and you had to like over the course of I don't know, weeks, months or like let alone years of like rebuilding that, like all I I I fully believe that all those little moments kind of like make you the, the way that you are today. But yeah. I actually, I think more importantly, like I'm just listening, I'm like, you know, I feel like with Kelly that, yes, Kelly wouldn't be the person that she is now without those certain circumstances. But yeah. it looks to me that she doesn't want people to be like the old Kelly that she was. Mm. Like she doesn't want, she doesn't want like, you know, the, the girls that she's hanging out with taking photos to feel like the old Kelly that she was before. Like, didn't know her identity, you know, yeah. um, you know, was filling herself up with like little alcohol, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, just filling up like, and then like, just not really knowing her identity. It's like, and the cool thing about you is like, you're actually speaking out and also creating things into people, especially like your girls that you're taking out and you're saying, you know what, I'm going to make you the person that, oh, sorry, I'm going to make you the person that I, that, that you are truly are, like that you truly are, but I'm going to make sure that, um, you don't feel like the old me. Like, it's like, I, I, yeah. I don't want you to feel like the old Kelly that oh, I once was. Yeah, you know what I mean? Good. Like, I'm just, I'm yeah. just listening to, to what you're saying. And I'm like, you know, I can, I can sense that being like a subconscious thing, like something that's been on the back yeah. of your mind. And it's just like, maybe you just needed like a podcast to share it out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can completely relate. I didn't. Well, now that you say it and I reflect, I'm like, whoa, it really does look like that. Oh, I didn't even realize I'm doing it. Oh, that's good. That's probably the root of where it yeah. kind of comes from. And I do know that though, because I've spoken it out with when I was serving in youth group and when I was kind of in relationship with like younger girls still in high school um, and coming towards the end of it because and then they're like, okay, well, why, why do you want to do youth group? Why are you hanging out with these people? Or like, what, what are you even doing here? And it's just like, I never had this growing up. I oh, never had somebody to look up to. Like, I never mm -hmm. had like a girl that was older than me um, investing into me or telling me that just leading me in a right life kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, my parents do, but it's different when it comes from a different a different figure, I guess. Yeah. And then so that was always my drive behind being in youth ministry was I never had this. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be it for somebody else as much as I can. And it's, oh, there's this like, just try to, if somebody had told me kind of thing, if like, if somebody just had told me this, it would have saved me all of this. So I'm telling oh, you now, mm -hmm. so you don't have to do the same thing Legit. as me. And then if somebody had told me, 
that you didn't have to devalue yourself, then X, Y, Z wouldn't happen. So you just, that is definitely like a thought and a motive that I have. It's just like, hmm. I get you. I honestly yeah. get you when you say that. It's like it's like you're wanting to be the person that, like that you are. Like so, the person that you are now is the person that you wanted when you were going through that situation. You know, yeah, in it life. Been nice. and like <laughs> yeah, like it would have been nice to have like the person that I am now. You know, when I was growing up, like you know, the old Kelly would be really blessed to have the new Kelly in their life. Yeah, yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, as I said, I was like, I'm still the same person. It's just like being okay with the values that you have and not denying the truth that you already knew. Like just to have somebody there to back you up to say what you're thinking is, isn't like bogus and you're on the right trajectory. Don't compromise yourself in order to try and fit in with people. That's a big thing. Yeah. No, that honestly, no, that, that's actually a good point because it, it like even just you saying that right now, like because you, you mentioned before in, in like when you're introducing yourself and like explaining a bit about your upbringing, that one of the things that you, you struggled with was being the only Christian, like you were being mm-hmm. the only Christian, like you were the only Christian in, in that in that um in that school, but then there was like a, like a Jehovah Witness uh, yeah. in, in the school and she was getting slammed. And like yeah. you're looking at it being like, I don't want that to happen. But yeah, obviously, no. obviously you'd know within the faith that like it's all about standing firm. And it's so cool knowing that like you've actually changed from like yeah. that. Like you you've changed your 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 mindset in the way that you believe. Like you're always gonna be like, Yeah, I'm actually going to stand firm in my faith, but not only in my faith, yeah. but also in my identity. Because yeah. I'm guessing, like, just from what I'm listening, it's like it sounds to me that Kelly, old Kelly, had a moment where she started to shift because um, she was fearful. Like she was actually scared to be like, I don't want to go through what she went through or he or whoever that was. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I didn't want to go through what she went through. So I just kind of conformed. Like yeah. I ended up just being like, you know what? I'm just going to do what the world does. And honestly, like it is so normal. Like if you're listening to this, anyone out there is listening to this right now and you're like, Oh my gosh, that is me. I'm telling you guys yeah. right now, it is normal. Okay. Yeah. Like, like don't don't feel like oh no this doesn't happen it's like it happens right it happened to yeah. me <laughs> that's why i'm like i'm like yeah. listening to you and i'm like honestly this is like the reality of life like you're gonna go yeah. through moments we're gonna get like pushed you're gonna be forced to change your identity people are gonna be telling you that you look ugly when really like you are you know fearfully wonderfully made we do know that and and so at the end of the day like just me listening to your story and listening to like the the little kind of situation that you had in life, it's like it's so cool knowing that, like where you are now, like you're yeah. in a place right now of, like I know who I am, like in terms of my yeah. identity. Um, I don't actually have to be conformed by the world or by what other people say, and it's like I actually know who I am. Like yeah. I actually really know yeah. who I am, and it's so cool knowing that you actually learned through the process. You know, yeah. like you actually went through the process. You actually had to not suppress it, but actually bring <laughs> it up and be like, no, I need to deal with it. Yeah, that's the beauty of like living in a small town is that you can't actually run away from your problems. You actually have mm. to kind of deal with it. And if you had a beef with somebody, it's like that person isn't just going to disappear into the city. They're going to be yeah. there for the rest of your schooling life. So you better sort it out. So country towns are good for that. They definitely sort their beef out quicker with people, 100%. 
Honestly, honestly, if only, honestly, if only social media had that mindset of like a small country town, like, (laughs) yo, all right, sorry, I have beef with you. Like, let's sort it out. But obviously that's not the case because it's like a city. Like we're like, yeah, I was going to unfollow you. And they're not obviously going to deal with the problem. And they're not dealing with the problem and it's just going to happen and happen and happen. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. And um, I think with the whole identity thing, um, reflecting to creating content and being your own person and being creative, um, that comes out in what I do and what everybody does. Like everybody has a unique way of um, expressing themselves creatively, whether through arts or music or, um, you know, like creative graphic design and stuff like that. And then so it has been a, like you you learn, okay, what makes people successful in the industry or like what makes a good content creator or like just like why do I follow these people on the other side of the world? Why am I so invested into what they're doing? And um, just over learning and hearing, it's like, and and what I'm attracted to on social media and in other people's art forms is when that person has found themselves in their creativity like you might find me following somebody that doesn't know who they are and is posting like um it's just like you're drawn to somebody who has kind of figured out who they are which is really interesting in reflecting um i know that you can explore and have fun with different mediums and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. really um the essence of, of your creativity is expressed in those as well. So it's yeah. unique. And then I love, love to see what your brain kind of goes to and how it translates this next kind of expression as well. So I'm going to follow you and be inspired by your exploring kind of thing. And it's yeah. usually like the consistency and um, staying true to the things that they enjoy and you can really see that in social mm-hmm. media. Yeah. And I think that makes for a really strong presence online and that's what gets traction and people are drawn and then all of a sudden you've got thousands of followers and it's like I wasn't even trying to it's not about the followers but people are interested in what I'm creating. Yeah. And it's like consistency and um being genuine and true to yourself. Really, it comes down for me that's what it kind of comes down to. And then so when I'm expressing my art forms, I could think I'm not like, what am I, who is, who am I in art and what, how am I unique? Because God's made me unique and I have a way of expressing art that nobody else can because I'm an individual. And so what is my way? And then so, in just not overthinking it and in creating um, what you enjoy and something that kind of brings joy and refreshes me is like taking photos and just, and then when it kind of like your portfolio builds up, that's when you can see the continuity. And even though I'm kind of like just expressing myself and still learning and still figuring out how to use my cameras and exploring that there's still the thread of this is my photography and this is my content creating and it just kind of flows out of that um and then yeah when you look at the feed it's just like oh this is 
this is Kelly. This is Kelly's life. She's been able to capture like these moments and you, it's interesting and I can still express myself in a different way, but it still reads Kelly's creation kind of thing. So that's what I, yeah, that's what I love. And, and finding your identity within yourself then helps you find, yeah, that same creativity in, in content creating in social media and stuff like that. And then you don't have to try and be somebody that you're not. I love that. With your feed and with yes. your stories. And just, mm-hmm. I like, and um, sometimes I feel sorry for the influencers kind of thing. <laughs> They're just having to try and um, satisfy what they think or I've got millions of followers. I'm yep. like, I don't want millions of followers because there's that expectation. Like I don't want millions of followers because of a certain thing. It's just like if I had millions of followers, it's because um, and, and they're not expecting anything from me. It just so happens if I decide to not post anything for three months, I don't post anything for three months. I'm not trying to meet your demand of I need content. I need content. Feed me with your life so I can just mindlessly watch. It's just like, I want to like just create things um, as my life goes on and not like get stuck in having to uh, create things like every two days new YouTube video like every day. It's just like, Oh my gosh, that's a nightmare. Creativity to me is spontaneous and not forced. Yep. And that's the best. That's when I like, ah, that's when it refreshes. And that's when there's like the, the message in there and people get something out of it. Yeah. Nugget. That is honestly like <laughs> the one thing I want to add into that, because like, as you were sharing what you just mentioned just then, I was thinking about like, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you when, it, when, it, when you, when you were sharing about influences, like I do feel like sorry and I empathize over those influencers out there that have got like 50 100k followers yeah. and like they're not like like they're not genuine followers like it's like you don't even know who they are like yeah. you actually don't really know the followers all they're doing is just like following you for what you put up it's yeah. like it's like no one knows who you are like all they know is like what you put up on social media yeah. and um Too much I was pressure, yeah Too much legit pressure. like I was going through a season where I was like like not gonna lie, I was gonna be like, oh, I want to be, I want to be an influencer. But then I shifted mm. I said to myself, I don't want to be an influencer. I want to be like a person that, like, instead of me wanting to have like fifty k followers, like, let me allow myself to have fifty like intentional, like oh, really keen followers that actually love you for who you are. Yeah. They love your identity. They love everything about you. I would rather have fifty odd. Like really, like loyal. guys yeah. that are just loyal, keen, and that yeah. actually are wanting to know a bit about your life, than to have yeah. like fifty k random like people. Just and that's blame. the key, eh? Like that's the key as a yeah. content creator is that you want to create content that are specific to the audience that you have. And obviously, you're yeah. doing that because, like, in terms of your following, like you're actually having people following you for what you do, and like yeah. they like your vibe. And like, yeah. even when you don't put po- like put post up, they'll be like, yeah, "That's fine." But when you do, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, she's back," you know. Like, yeah. and that's that's what I'm learning, you know, in terms of my my uh, my journey that I'm on. You know, I'm yeah. on a journey to personal branding, so I'm learning now that the key importance, if you're really wanting to build a successful brand, is that you really want to focus on like the audience. Like, you want to focus yeah. on what type of audience you have, 
and like give give to them what they want like as in like like in terms of like the key you know the key loyal followers like the ones that are following you they're actually following you for what you put up and who you are like that's mm. what you know for sure those are the key ones like those yeah. are the ones that you want to continue loyal, to, yeah they'll add value and i'm guessing that's yeah. something that you can relate to yeah i can relate to that exactly i don't want just like people telling me, oh, this is crap, that sucks, or your photos aren't good. It's like, I don't want that. I don't want to deal with that. It's just like, this is my expression. Like, I'm not trying to please you. So that's fine if you're not into it, like whatever. But the people that you do have, they just get drawn to you because they actually are interested and they want to see what you create next or you know, if it inspires you or whatever it is, um, I'd rather have, yeah, a thousand loyal kind of non-expectant, expectant people. Like yep. nobody's asking anything from me, but if they happen to see it, like I'm going to be there and I'm going to follow you yep. for when you do post something. Yeah. But that's the thing, like not, um, ah, people have done studies. So there is like, value in like posting and like there is a purpose behind it and you can study it and like there are algorithms and when to post when to do this like there's that whole thing but just for like um just i guess like the why behind why are you doing it in the first place like why do people want to follow you anyway are they just following you because you're posting um kind of promiscuous photos mm-hmm. is that really who you want to kind of put yourself out there to be is that really what you want your business to be or are you getting so many followers because your normal everyday genuine life experience that you just happen to have time to kind of post about inspires people or yeah. like do you understand the value that so me I can, I'm going to use this tool to encourage somebody or am I going to use this tool to just show off Mm. myself kind of thing? Am I going to use this tool to, um, oh my gosh, there's so many times when you just go through your feed and somebody just shares an encouragement and and you're like, that was for me. Like God can speak to me through bloody stories kind of thing. Like he's, um, yeah, you can re- like, or I just have something and it's just like, I should post that. I should reshare that. That really inspired me and I'm drawn to reshare it. And then you wouldn't believe how many comments, oh my gosh, yep. I needed to hear this today. You have no idea. I needed to hear this. And it's just like, wow, like God can use really anything. And I would hate to clog up um, the feed with just darkness because um, nobody's really who wants to live in the dark yeah rather live in the light you know um life's more fun and it's less pressure yep (laughs) it's so good though like i love that you mentioned that you know there is less pressure like when you're creating content that you love and you're doing it at the time that you want to because you know that's the choice that you're making you're like i'm going to post at this certain time I can do whatever the heck I want, but people are still going to love me because number one, they know who you are. And two, yeah. they're not focusing on like, as much as like they're, they're really keen to, to see more posts, um, yeah. like consistent posting, they're still going to be like, oh, I'm totally fine because like, I know that, you know, she's busy or I know that yeah. 
like she's doing stuff like you know like yeah. she's a human <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we do yeah. have a life outside of social media yeah. and i guess that's the cool thing about you is that like you have a platform especially on your social media where you're just doing things like in, in a way of you expressing expressing your um your art like you're expressing mm. like your and it's funny because i've learned too that you can actually express your emotions through uh you know you can actually yeah, express right. like your emotions through like you know photography um through videography like or even just animation or even i know yeah. that you've been drawing lately so like yeah. you know, little things like these like you can actually express your emotions emotions through there and i'm guessing that's a tool too that you're yeah. mentioning that you yeah. can utilize to actually impact your people. But also because you're a content creator, like that's your specific kind of field where you're like, I can actually encourage people through my yeah. work. It may be even just a small, I don't want to say small photo, but it might just be a decent photo, which is decent to you. But people's like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. I like, the, I like how it's yeah. crispy. You know, I like how like, you know, like how did you get those effects in? You know what I mean? And like yeah. for you, it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm feeling very valued, yeah. but I'm also feeling valued for the person that I took the photo for or like the video of, because it's like, man, they're, they're booming, I'm booming, we're all booming, you know? Yeah. We're, all, we're, all, we're all living lavish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so true. I I do agree with all of that. And um, I probably don't even have anything else to add to that. Because amen. <laughs> <laughs> amen. Uh, legit. And that's the cool thing, you know, that's a cool thing being a content creator is that you can actually like, yeah, you can utilize your, like the tools, the resources that you have, and you can suddenly use other people, you know, like, you know, for you, you were mentioning like when you go after girls, you just take them out, have some fun. And then you're just doing like all these like subtle snippets. And then you're like, yo, like I've actually got a lot of content that I can create. And then like, once you create it, that then you're like thinking oh my gosh they actually look very yeah. you know, beautiful like they're looking yeah. like like they're stunning and and that's what that's what i love you know that's what i love like being able to utilize the skill set that you have or what you know what we believe in is like the skill set that god's given us to yeah. place it and and be generous with other people and allow them to be like you know uh, valued you know make them make them feel valued because like that's like our relationship with God. Like that's yeah. exactly the same thing. Like, like we're so grateful to have a God and like a God that is so graceful to us. It's like, Oh, why don't we just do that to other people? Yeah. hundred percent. And, um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. Can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> it's totally but sometimes so sometimes when that happens i'm just like oh well i guess i wasn't meant to say that yeah. <laughs> nah uh, it's all good obviously like if it comes up then you can you can just I cut me off no, think of, okay yeah you yeah. can yeah you can't when you're like oh yeah t-, you can share it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i guess at this point mm. of like the podcast i guess one thing i do want to get out of you before we even like wrap it up is um like knowing that knowing that we've done this podcast, right? I'm, I'm, I'm by the way, I'm getting so much value out of this. I'm like, I've actually got a lot more out of Kelly um, in this like an hour and thirty minutes of podcast. No, I'm telling you, sis, it's gone for an hour and thirty. This is how. This is the reason why I love doing podcasting, is because it doesn't even feel like that long. Like it just feels like we yeah. just started. But yeah, um, you know, the one thing uh, I was you know thinking about during this podcast is that I'm guessing. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. 
um, is that like I feel like Kelly's finding a lot more of a purpose or some sort of a dream, a dream aspirational goal that she wants to to do in the future. So my question to you is, knowing, knowing that you shared your story right now, knowing that you're adding immense value to the people that are listening, mm. what would you say is like, I wouldn't say much of a dream, but what's something in your heart that you want to kind of leave a legacy for those out there? Yeah, it's so interesting because I'm still on that journey. And yeah. it was only like last week or the week before I met a girl that I'd never met before and we got to chatting and she's just like, oh, like dude I have a word for you right now (laughs) I just met you but it's just like I just am hearing what you're saying and there um like I haven't even really I've only met you this one time but she's like there is something really big on your life kind of thing and this is like the season where you are like you've just got to seek out God even more and ask the big questions kind of thing and, and make big decisions because like God is calling you out for, for bigger kind of thing. And then, so that has been a really interesting thing that's just been chewing in my mind of like, okay, God, well, what the heck is this going to look like? Or, okay, let's go on this journey of you, whatever crazy thing that you have for me. Because I've learned that um, my life, when you think of it, elements of it isn't normal, but it's just like in in the details, it is not normal. There is nothing that's happened that's been normal. So there's always just been this, like, I didn't realize it, but it's not normal that this kind of happened. And, um, so moving forward, it's like, okay, well, I've taken all these steps before, but it's like, God's not finished. He still has more. (laughs) So it's like, and then I think it's like, the more, you know, the more you kind of get a bit freaked out, like the more that you're in your relationship with God, the more you're kind of like, oh dang. Okay. Well, it was easy to make these hard choices before because I didn't really know any better, but now I'm growing and I'm learning more and this decision or like what could be next seems pretty daunting kind of thing, but it's like, but I mean, like, why am I overthinking what the next step could be, even though I don't know what it might be? Why am I, like I've just got big expectations of it. So mm. it kind of like freaks me out. I'm like, oh, snap. Okay, God has some really big things. Freak out now, freak out mode, engaged. But like also excitement because it's just like, well, this is what you kind of ask for. You yeah. want to have a not boring life and be used to the fullest. So what can it be? So that's um, in terms of what's, what's my dreams and what's my future. It's still like... Um, if I was to say, I haven't really like talked out this kind of specific thing before. Mm. It's always just been like a little dream in my mind, whatever that may look like. But my, at one stage in my life, <laughs> whatever that could be, you never know. We could just be speaking this out and this like. You never know. We just don't know. This could be the moment. Exactly. This is your podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like I can't shake out of my mind 
um, human trafficking. Oh, come on. And um, the ladies on the other side, once they've been, like, rescued. So you hear the stats. I can't remember what the exact stats are, but it's ridiculous, as in, like, 80% of ladies who get saved end up going back to prostituting or mm. being trafficked because that's all they know and that's where they yep. get their value from. Mm-hmm. That's not the exact number, but it was something ridiculous yeah. like that. And then and so when I hear that, I'm like, okay, like that affects me and that just grinds mm. my gears. So mm. maybe this is a like a passion anger that could be brewing inside me kind of thing. Yep. It hasn't been evolved past the thought process of that infuriates me, but that is something that, what I don't know, watch this space or maybe that's just another side hustle of, yeah. not side hustle, but, you know, like passion projects yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, something just, you wanted to invest in. Yeah, breaking that chain of um, what's it called when, yeah, you go back into the cycle. So you you brought free from it, but because you're not finding... Oh, like a relapse? Yeah, relapse. Yeah. But going back into the same environment, it's like I want to somehow help break that chain yeah. of, of that and put value on people. It's the whole value thing again. It's just like yeah. you're so worthy more than you know, like you don't have to live this way kind of thing. So that's something that's a sneak peek. I've never shared that out. That <laughs> is amazing, like sis. Kind of thing. Honestly. Um, but I don't oh know what gosh. that looks like, obviously. So I don't know. But that's that's in there somewhere. That, yeah, for dreams and stuff. Just continue to add value. And then so... Um, making people feel worthy and and worth it, which they are always. So I guess keep doing that with what I have and value people's time and relationship more than getting a task done. Come on. Um, that's something that I really want to keep working on. And that's, yeah, that's it. Honestly, yeah. I don't know if you guys are listening to this. But this may be history in the making. You never know. Honestly, you never know. Honestly, this is where you just got to be very, very self-aware, and you have to like be like on watch. Because honestly, honestly, it's like just a pin. Pin's been like it's been stamped. But honestly, I feel like there will be like I always believe. You know, if not, if not you, then who? Right? Like if it's not going to be you, who is it going to be? And it's like we all have our own kind of unique kind of feel, like unique way of creating, unique way of like a unique skill set. Like skill set can be the same, but we have like our own feel to it because we're all unique, right? And I feel like for you, like I feel like you're probably the best person to do that because number one, like you're actually really passionate on like helping like women out there to like not go into a place of relapsing, but getting into more of a place of knowing who they are because – Let's be real here. If they knew who they are, if they actually know exactly who they are, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be allowing their identity to actually be uh, connected to what they were involved in. But yeah. in saying that, people need to realize that this is a traumatic um, experience that they've gone through, and that is pretty much all they know. They've 
conditioned in terms of their mindset that that's that's what they live on and yeah. so you know it is very hard but i feel like because your heart's longing for it and you're really wanting to help these women out there uh and I, obviously there is like i don't know if there's actually guys i'm not too sure but if there is guys that they all like you know children like obviously you know we don't want to help them but you specifically you're, like, you're wanting to focus on women and i feel like you're probably the best one at task to do that like i'm believing that like just yeah, you know it, it's funny all you need is a little seed right all you need yeah. is a little seed to be planted into the soil and then continue to water it and i guess yeah that's all we're pretty much doing right now yeah oh come on <laughs> <laughs> it's history scary. i know scary. honestly i i feel you like it is scary um i think even just um you know at the moment now i would say i mean like this entrepreneurship journey so yeah. it is very scary, like building your own brand, because you don't even know whether it's going to work or not. But yeah. but we know when it comes to God, like it's all about that faith, like, you know, having yeah. that faith, knowing that, yeah, it's going to happen. And yeah. even if it falls, it's like, no, I'm still going to like lift myself up. So honestly, my encouraging to you, sis, is just like, just do it. Just you know? do it. Just do it, Nike. And like, obviously, don't just go hide out and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be doing the whole world. Because obviously, that's not going to happen. But yeah. I guess my encouragement to you would be like, just think of it like watering a plant. Like, at the end of the day, like, you just put this, like, all you need is a seed to, um, you know, put it in the soil and then just water it and then just let it flourish. Like, yeah. obviously, continue to tend to tend for it. And um, obviously, the, the time will come. Yeah. Oh, exciting. I, I know, it's like exciting, but it's like, oh my gosh. But yeah, I guess I guess for everyone that's listening to this right now, um, we have come like, we're like, I'm really enjoying this podcast. Like, I, I just see it as a, as a conversation, but I do yeah. need to get back into the, yeah. the structure of things. Um, but yeah, guys, if you guys are listening to this and you're like, what are, what are they talking about? Like, I guess just stay tuned. Like, just stay tuned on what's going to happen because you don't even know what is going to happen. Like, we have no, no clue. You know, yeah. it might it might take 10 years. It might take five years. We don't know. Yeah. But the cool thing is, uh, number one, we've got evidence. We've got evidence mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, right. Being spoken into existence. People listening to this right now being like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm actually going to keep them accountable. <laughs> yeah. oh but my. you know what? It, it's all good. Like, I feel like uh, there is so much... Um, you know, there's there's so much of a blessing to have people kind of keep you accountable on it. Yeah. So yeah, if you're listening to this right now and you're like wanting to jump on board, like let us know. Like like let us know. We'll we'll work around it. We'll do something. Yeah, maybe somebody's listening right now and they do want to do. So be like, right, you never know. You You never know. Yeah. Whether this be the future or whenever. Like you honestly never know. You never know. And so I guess um, we're going to start wrapping up this podcast. Um, and, you know, I, I, honestly, I wanted to just take this time to say thank you, sis, for jumping on. Like, like guys, if you, for those that are listening to us right now, she actually rescheduled. <laughs> she rescheduled something to say. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but she's, yes, it was very important for those that are listening. And so she actually rescheduled that to continue to add a lot more immense value to you yeah. guys. And so, uh, I want to say thank you so much for taking out your time. I know that your time is precious because I know that you do have a full calendar and you do have a full life out of like not just being co- a content creator, like you yeah. do do things outside. Thanks, and so I want to say thank you so much for that. But the last thing I want to do before we wrap this, you know, podcast up is I love to allow the special guests to to share a bit of encouragement to those out there. Um, it may be something that you've been, you know, kind of inspired as you're going through the podcast 
or just might be something that you're listening to or something that really spoke into your heart today or this morning. So I want to give you the opportunity right now, sis, if you are willing um, to share a bit of encouragement for those out there. Yeah, well, I would just say to to everybody listening, whenever this may be, that you're in the right spot at the right time. And probably the feelings that you are feeling that are good, act on them and don't try and shy away from it, whether it be to express yourself in this way or if you're doubting yourself, oh, am I good enough or am I, um, is this, well, just staying true to who you are, I guess. Um, in essence of it, stay true to who you are and the integrity to um, keep being who you are, I yeah. guess, because there is nobody else that is the same as you and there never will be. Mm-hmm. I think people will be able to do what you do, but nobody can do it in a way that you're meant to do it in the way that you're meant to inspire people. And for Anybody that, you know, may have some regrets or um, have done things that they may not be so proud of or they just don't want to talk about, um, it's okay. You can share them when you feel ready to share them, but don't be ashamed of it and know Mm. that um, whether you know it or not, that God actually turns all things for good. and. Um, and if it's not over yet, then it's not good yet. And God's not done with it yet. Um, which is, which is a really powerful, um, kind of phrase to, to just meditate on and and carry with you through, throughout the day. If you're needing encouragement, it's like, okay, God is good and he's faithful and I am unique and I am individual, whether I believe it or not. Um, and I'll be okay. Yeah. I think one of the core, one, this is hilarious. If I've ever made a mistake or, you know, when you get in trouble or you stuff up or something like that, sometimes it's like in the moment it can suck, but I'm like, this isn't going to matter next week. Yep. I'm going to forget about it. If it's just a little petty thing, it'll be okay. Kind of thing. Like it work out. It always does. It always has. And I'm going to grow from this. And this little petty thing that I'm getting annoyed over, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Let it go. It's not going to matter next week or next year. Legit. (laughs) Legit. Boom. Did you just drop the mic yet? She dropped the mic, guys. (laughs) She dropped the mic. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, guys, you heard it here from Kelly. You know, Kelly, she's been adding like a lot of value. She even shared a lot of the stories that she wasn't even, I'm guessing she wasn't even planning on sharing. Like Didn't know stories. what was going to happen. Legit. Like just come <laughs> in, free flow, having conversation. But I know for sure that there are people listening to this being like, you know what, I've been impacted by your story. Um, they're being impacted by just even our conversation and I guess that's the true beauty behind the Impact Podcast Show is that we are wanting to focus on impacting the one. And um, that, that is our mission, right? Our mission is impact the one. And funny enough, sometimes, like, being impacted by the one may be us. You know, it may be, you know, Kelly being impacted <laughs> by the conversation and realizing, oh, my gosh, like, I actually just realized, you know, had these revelations. Yeah. Or for me, being impacted by, you know, Kelly's story, like, we're all being impacted. But that's the goal. Like, that's the mission. We're just wanting yeah. to focus on impacting the one. 
And so, guys, that is all that we got for this podcast. Um, sis, uh, what's the best way that people can connect with you if they're wanting to connect with you? Like, what's the best way that they can reach out to you? Instagram. Yep. At Kelly McClintock with an underscore. It's a K-E-L-L-I underscore M-C-C-L-I-N-T-O-C-K. If you just type Kelly, it probably should come up. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's yeah, Instagram. But I will take the opportunity to say thank you for having me on your podcast, Josh. This was fully sick and super cash, super awesome. You're definitely where you're meant to be and adding value into people's lives. And you will probably never see the harvest this side. You will just never know where it's going to be harvested. Um, but you see your reward later down the track even on the other side, who knows, but keep doing it. You literally inspire me to, man, what am I doing with my life? I need to go out and do something. Come on. I need to be dedicated. I need to like commit to something. Come on, girl, what are you doing? You just keep turning up, keep on just knowing that, um, that this is going to like, God's using this for good. And I have a platform, so I'm going to use it for good. And I'm not going to use it for the focus on me so much as I'm in it all the time, but I'm going to put it back on other people. And then it just is like this vicious vortex of impact and self-worth and just people winning at life. Yeah. So it's a bless you, dude. And keep, keep going. We see it. I see it. (laughs) Now, honestly, I think, yeah, thank you so much. Honestly, I'm so, I'm so humbled to, to hear that. Um, I, I do thank you. You know, I do take it. I yeah. take it in wholeheartedly. Take it. Take it. Um, yes, yes, I'll take it. Virtually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. But yeah, honestly, thank you so much. Honestly, I'm so grateful um, to hear that. You know, this is all part of the mission. I'm wanting to serve and impact the people. And that's pretty much my, my heart. My heart's wanting to help other people out there. So yeah, thank you so much, sis. Thank you for taking out the time to encourage me. And um, yeah, guys, yeah. So for those um, out there that are wanting to connect with Kelly, if you're listening to this through either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, please check out our Instagram. It should be under our following list. And yeah, yeah, you can find it there. That's probably an easy way. But if you're watching this through YouTube, um, like the, our YouTube platform, just check in our links down below and you'll be able to see her tag. Or if not, you can go back on Instagram too. And that is our main platform. And then you can find Kelly over there and that will be cool. But guys, that is all that we got. Thank you, Kelly, for jumping on. And thank you everyone for listening and watching. And we'll see you guys in the next one. <laughs>